This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to another edition of Get to Know Your Lower Rangers. My name is Christy, aka at Waffle House on Twitter. And this evening, we are fortunate enough to finally pin down to the mat. I finally I got him to commit to a time to be here for one of these episodes, one of the OGs of this whole Lower After Hours experience. The you know him by uh his Twitter handle primarily, probably that would be one Mr. Mike Ryan fan account. Murph, as we call you in the chats, how you doing tonight, man? I can't complain, man. Life is good. How are you? I'm lovely. I'm lovely. I'm I'm thrilled that uh, we finally got you on one of these things. I I feel like as far as uh, a rank of importance, you should have been one of the first one of these episodes uh but we're we're thrilled to have you man thanks again uh murph if if you do you mind if i call you murph go for it go for it murph uh tell us a little bit about where you are in the country you don't have to be specific or anything like that uh uh and and a little bit about your family and and what you do for a living yeah i come from uh i come from the central stand uh standard time zone uh my family i have a wife and uh uh, two children, a boy and a girl, uh, and what I do for the, for a living, I guess, technically speaking, currently I'm uh, unemployed for the time being. So uh, that that'll change starting uh, on March 29th. But technically, uh, let's just go with that. I'm unemployed. Okay. All right. So you were you were uh, living the the um... free. I'm free for a week. Yeah. For the first... <laughs> For the first time since I was 19, I can go, I can go a mean on the game and just tweet whatever I want. Oh, wow. Wow. No, uh, (laughs) no corporate responsibility. No, exactly. None of that stuff right now. So you're going to start a new job in about a week then. Right. Um, And what, what field vaguely speaking uh, are we going to be in? Uh, Housing. We're in housing. Okay. Cool. 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 Right on. 
I'm pretty sure you're in the uh, Kansas City mob. Uh, from from your answers, I'm I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's that's what you're actually in. You're in the Central Time Zone. You're somewhere vaguely in the Midwest. You're in housing. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're you don't want to give too many details. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, Mike Ryan fan account is actually a hitman or an enforcer for the Kansas City Mafia. Okay, all right, moving along. So. No, I was gonna say, what was Tony Soprano's fake job? The garbage, something the garbage. That's, yeah, that's sanitation or something, I believe. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's always some very vague. Uh, I'm an import export, you know, or I uh, I'm in the construction business, and you've you know you've never lifted a hammer or gotten your contractor's license or anything like that, right? So, uh, yeah. All right, moving on to the show. The whole reason that we're here. Um, I know you've been listening for a while. I've chatted with you a little bit about that before, but do you remember the first time, vaguely speaking, or maybe it was a specific moment that you remember getting the show? I would probably have to go with one of the times, Stan Van Gundy, uh, he used to do the, the late night Wednesdays with them. Um, and I was in college and I remember them, I think they got him to like giggle or something like that. And I was like, I was in a serious mood. I kind of knew Dan uh, from Highly Questionable, but I didn't know much about him. And like, I was just like in a serious mood and, and listening to them get him to just giggle like that's like, you know, in my head, he's like some serious NBA coach that probably works nonstop and, you know, has, has no... Uh, laughter bones in his body and you know and you know christy how he gave all the shows just like it just got me rolling right um and so from there i kind of picked it up and uh i actually lived in south florida for a bit so they were you know definitely the biggest show in town or one of the biggest with hockman and zazzle in the mornings um and then probably peak levitard i would say in my opinion would be once the crew got uh, the local hour as far as the shipping container goes uh, and it was Mike, Billy, Roy um, and Chris talking talking local sports in the morning that was uh, that was the best for sure so uh, so it sounded like it was it was kind of a, a combination of, of the specific moment with with uh, Stan Van Gundy and, and kind of a slow burn with with the rest of the the show a uh, right. little bit of both worlds so over the past few years, and, and sometimes this answer is is since you've been listening, sometimes it's a bit that you've learned about since before you were listening, uh, at least on a regular basis. Uh, what's been one of your favorite moments that the show has done so far? Um, I would probably go with the whole corporate mic and then explaining it afterwards. And it was just like so inside as to, you know, them eventually leaving like right. ESPN it's like how are you explaining this on ESPN airwaves that they don't listen to the podcast and like you, you know he went in the, you know he went kind of behind a bit um so that probably would have been the the, you know, the funniest or the you know the most aha moment where it's like oh this is this is good stuff that was around the time I think the corporate Michael character developed around the time that the Disney plus launch was happening and they were having to promote promote Disney Plus, you know, in every ad break. <laughs> they, I think it was sponsoring the the Sports Center rejoins. 
Um, it was it was just absolutely everywhere, and fans were getting annoyed with it one week. And I feel like that's what ultimately led into corporate Mike becoming a character. Do I have that right? Yeah, yeah he basically was, uh, I guess, trying to make fun of it, you know, by going all out, um, you know, with the corporate stuff. And then, yeah, uh, no one kind of got the joke and that character was hated by the fans. And uh, RIP, corporate Mike. I think it's one of those things. It's, it's turned into a uh, kind of like a cult movie where it, it's it doesn't make much money when it first comes out it's not very well known and then once it gets uh you know in the the hands of the fans later on it takes on a life of its own and it it, it develops its whole whole fan base specifically for that character of which i am absolutely one uh that's why you're one of my favorite lower rangers if not my favorite lower ranger mike ryan fan account uh because you chose corporate michael and i feel like nobody at the time i i didn't i didn't i certainly didn't know anybody in real life or converse with any fans that that got that bit they all just thought it was just mike being you know a company man and and being uh grating and as annoying as humanly possible and they thought he was ruining the show which in hindsight is absolutely hilarious because mike is the the backbone of that show honestly he's the the one keeping all the the plates spinning so speaking of mike ryan uh the next question is who would be your favorite member of the levitard show universe oh no it's it's the great michael ryan reeves that's for sure yeah, oh it's, it's not billy i thought it was billy <laughs> i love billy too yeah i'm probably <laughs> I'm more of a Billy in real life, probably than Mike Ryan. But no, yeah, Mike's Mike's got it all, dude. He's he's a good looking dude that could beat up Skip Bayless, break down, you know, business with uh, with Samson, you know, and then the next day break down soccer so beautifully with Whittingham. Then the next day break down social issues with Dan. It's like, and on top of it all, he's the producer for you know the whole show. It's like, man. This guy, uh, this guy should be running a Fortune 500 company. Like, what, what is he doing? Like, what are we doing here? Let's, let's get this guy, you know, on the board of Apple or something. Because yeah, he's he can do it all. Well, one day he will be running Meadowlark, and Meadowlark will be go. a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, there we go. He'll be piloting that ship full steam ahead, for right. sure. Okay, what is your second favorite color? Blue. What's your first favorite color? Green. Green and blue. All right, good choices. Yeah. Good choices. There's there's two reasons for green. One's obvious, it's money. The second one, you know, Stu Godson knows. <laughs> uh, sounds like you want to take a stroll. <laughs> Something like that. A little yeah. <laughs> hey, you can't get in trouble right now. You're you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, un exactly. you're unemployed, and by the besides, you work for the Kansas City Mafia. So it Here doesn't it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about the the putting this whole thing together. I know you have been the answer to a lot of people's question of how they became a part of Lauer After Hours. Um, you uh, you you added me to the group chat. I think you were the first one of everybody to follow me. I think because I called into the local hour one time, talked about my dad working on Ninja Turtles 
um, and tweeted a picture at Mike Ryan, which he retweeted. And then you immediately followed me uh, and kept calling me Ninja Turtle Boy, I think. <laughs> that was your nickname for me. And, uh, and when the pandemic hit and you guys did the dinner for schmucks, you were on that local hour uh with a, a a lot of other people with with steak sauce and stupak i believe and and morgan from australia a lot of people that came to be a part of this podcast uh just t- tell me a little bit about finding people on twitter and, and kind of putting this thing together yeah well i'll start with you so that was that's the thing about this show man like i was literally just being a bro at the gym just you know trying to lift and listening to the show and like usual doing more laughing than lifting and it's like, I don't know what got in me. It's like, I'm just reaching out to you. Like, hey, you know, I forgot what I even said. Probably something about loving Ninja Turtles as a kid. It's like, mm-hmm. why did I just do that? Like, I, why did I just reach out to this stranger on social media telling you about, like, my childhood watching Ninja Turtles? Like, well, that's just what the damn other type show does to people. It just puts you in a good mood and makes you want to talk to everyone and give everyone big old hugs. And so that's kind of, you know, the how I'm made of some of the relationships from from the podcast is I think Jeff I knew Jeff I knew I don't know probably a handful of people and then it was it's going to be a year now Memorial Day weekend um, after we had done a couple zooms I kind of told Steak hey let's get a group together and like make a fake local hour because at the time the local hour was still going and there we had a group of about I want to say 12 or 15 ish at the beginning steak probably brought in most of them because he's he's the social guy that's for sure (laughs) um and yeah I brought in like a couple people I knew let's make a podcast and yeah here we are it rest is history right yeah so uh what's been you one of your favorite moments over the course of doing this thing uh, it could be from an interview or, you know, some folks are saying the, just the people that they've gotten to know. What, what's been one of your favorite moments? Probably watching like every, the people that started or some of the people that have joined along the way and watching them awesome, like stepping, kind of stepping back and then listening to the show and seeing like you hosting like how many podcasts do you do now like 17 it's like (laughs) you're a podcast star now you know morgan from australia every time she touches a mic she just crushes it jeff has you know grown into editing and hosting and it's like beat count you know has he's always had a, a i guess an itch to produce with his little uh beat counting that, that yeah, he's famous right, for right. and then kind of you know going all out on, on hour after hours and i think uh brad's podcast as well so it's like man it's just awesome watching everyone grow and uh, i mean myself included trying to figure out you know how to do the whole social you know podcast the uh, game i guess yeah it's a it's been quite a journey and now that we're kind of rounding the corner, and I, I say that with hope in my heart, right, on this pandemic thing. Instead of wanting to kind of get back out there, which I do, I want to see my friends, I want to go play music, I want to play shows, but I look so forward to Wednesday nights with midweek menches or, you know, recording these Get to Know Your Lower Rangers and the the interviews that were just 
incredibly fortunate enough to to be able to book it's this is what i look forward to during the week it's an absolute blast and a, a privilege to to get to do this that uh it's it you know not only has it given me a you know something to do during the pandemic this past year while everything's been shut down but it's kind of just i feel like really given everybody a direction uh that didn't necessarily have it before uh into just a just a new hobby you know a new new kind of life experience to do on the regular it's been been pretty incredible and, and pretty fun we're, we're fortunate that you guys uh that you did you did get put in a good mood and just decided to reach out to people on twitter yeah yeah it's i think i think we both do the same thing as far as steak night it's like oh you you know you make a if we went back when they would do take in callers and you know they just sound like a funny person or a good dude and just add them to the chat it's like for the longest time we try to get dr k to join in just because we were fascinated with him always getting on right. little things like that or just funny who is someone that we haven't had on maybe besides the big three right besides dan and Stu and mike ryan that you you are itching to have on the show who that we haven't wow because we've had just about everyone on Halloween. we've had a lot we've had a lot there's still a few that that i'll tell you some some dream guests of mine oh well, I, or go okay. ahead mina kimes for sure me oh absolutely yes mina yeah. is one uh for me hank azaria dominique foxworth off the top of my head uh but yes mina fingers crossed that uh we have not been frozen out but this is the way that Meadowlark Media has been been frozen out right now, uh, and we can we can book her down the road uh, ideally. But yeah, I, I really really hope we have her. Um, and tell us, this, this is kind of a, I'm, I'm uh, spur of the moment asking this question: the Velociraptors. Yeah, where did that question come from? For those that might not have heard Mike Ryan fan account on a, a, a uh, on a podcast recently, he would ask, "What's your famous question that you would ask?" Tell it for us right now. Yeah, so what sports mascot would you take, or would you pick to take on a, a team of five? Wait, what was my question? What sports mascot would you pick to take on five Velociraptors in a game of basketball? Yeah, in a regulation game of basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA regulation. Yeah. NBA regulation basketball. It's yeah, so, so that's good. Funny. It's such a good question. It's gotten some of the best answers from some of our interviews. Yeah, so that was back when, because when we started the pandemic, obviously the whole country was, you know, shut down. No one was busy. And then as time went on, like, you know, things started to pick back up and I started to get busier and busier. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even have time to think of like a question for everyone, you know? So I was just like, okay, what's something funny that I would enjoy asking that I could just ask everyone. It's like, and then that's just one less thing to kind of worry about throughout the day. Um, and yeah, that was it. That was my, that was my million dollar question that I came up with was the Velociraptor one. Dinos, you, uh, you quite often send us pictures of your, your son's toy dinosaurs in the group chats. Uh, we're, we're yep. a very pro dinosaur podcast. Yeah, no, that's great. I, the fact that he likes them, it's like I can vicariously through him just purchase 
all the dino toys and watch him play with them and then you know just have a big old smile on my face it's great i love it all right on that note mike ryan fan account thank you so much for joining us man we really appreciate it you got it i love you all listen to this episode of Lauer After Hours. You can always reach us on Twitter at Lauer After Hours or Instagram at Lauer After Hours. We're available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and rate five stars. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.